civic leaders, as well as other folks to find out what's happening in the Saugatuck, Douglas, and surrounding areas. Saugatuck on Sunday is being brought to you by Whiteford Wealth Management, the Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia, It Is What It Is, and Mill Pond Realty. And now, your host of Saugatuck on Sunday, Gregory Muncy, on 92.7 The Van, and streaming on our mobile app at 92.7thevan.com. And welcome to a special edition of Saugatuck on Sunday. This is the Meet the Candidates show. And we've got all the Saugatuck City candidates on that are running for Saugatuck City Council. Uh, uh, one of them are my one of my fellow councilmen, uh, uh, Russ Gardner. We've also got at the 8 o'clock hour, we'll have Logan White on. And then at 8.30, we're going to have Holly Anderson on as well. So we'll be able to ask them all the tough questions, and you'll be right here with us as we do this today. It's our, it's our Meet the Candidate show, and I'm super excited about it. I've got a great co-host, and I'll introduce him in just a second. Um, this is, uh, again, Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lake Shores, 92.7 The Band. We do it every morning, every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m., and we get you involved and included and informed on all the great things happening here in the Saga Tuck Douglas area. I'd like to thank you for joining me as we broadcast live high above land sharks and beautiful down downtown Saugatuck. I'm Gregory Muncy, waking up with you as we watch the sun come up over the hill here on Butler Street. And of course, as you know, I've got to thank our sponsors, um, the Interurban. They're your go-to to get to where you want to go to here in the Saugatuck Douglas area for only a dollar. And they'll pick you up at your door and take you where you want to go. It's kind of like your personal taxi service. You can give them a call at 269-857-1418. And uh, or or you could you know visit their web- website at innerurban.com. Uh, you can also check me out. I'll be making flowers tomorrow at Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. And a special happy birthday shout out to Jean Smizek, the owner of Back to the Fuchsia. She took a little weekend trip for her birthday. So happy, happy birthday, birthday, Jean! Happy birthday, Jean! And uh, thank you, CJ. And of course, um, you can check me out. I'll be making designs. I've got lots of fun uh, jobs to do tomorrow. We usually get our fresh flowers. In for the week on Mondays and Tuesdays. So Monday and Tuesday afternoon is a, is a good time to come and check out what, what's new. Uh, we got original creative design for any occasion. We're an everyday flower shop for your everyday needs. Give us a call at 269-857-2963 or go to our website. We've got a lot of great fall decorations. We're already getting orders for fall centerpieces for Thanksgiving. Our website is backtothefuchsia.net. Also, find out how much your home is worth from my good friend Laura Durham at Mill Pond Realty. You know, she is Saugatuck's homegrown, nationally recognized realtor with over 40 years of experience. You'll want to give her a call if you want to find out the area because she's well-rooted, grew up here, and she knows the area. So give her a call at 269-857-1477. You can visit her website at millpondrealty.com and check out all of her listings. 
We'd also like to thank, it is what it is, Patty Beery, truly unique, one-of-a-kind home decor, decor, uh, <laughs> local best-selling authors, fabulous finds for all occasions. They're located downstairs at the studio here at 318 Butler Street. It's the best little shop in the coolest little town. They're open year-round. Go to their website at shopwhatitis.com, but more importantly, check out their shop. It's, it's a, quite an experience. Uh, 269-857-8100 if you want to give them a little jingle. Finally, also, we have to thank our great friend, Kevin Whiteford, at Whiteford Wealth Management, where you can meet the team at Whiteford Wealth Management. Each team member is focused on meeting your needs, whether they be your child's college savings or your retirement portfolio. They're located at 404 Broadway in South Haven. You can visit their website at whitefordwealth.com or call 269-637-4400. If you'd like to advertise on Sagatuck on Sunday, just give us a call. You can always call me at 269-355-9917, and it's a great advertising package. You, you can get a hold of Brent. He's he's the, he's my number one go-to, but, of course, uh, lots of folks that uh, make 92.7 The Van a great place. But Brent Allen there. At the station, you can check him out, and of course, don't forget our podcast. If you forget to get part of our show, or maybe there's past shows you want to check out, we have almost everybody in this town up here in our studio. You can go to our website online at 927theband.com, check out podcasts, and then you'll see Saga Tuck on Sunday. So, I've got all that out of the way. It's just after 7 a.m., and it's a cool 45 degrees, folks. It's, you can tell October is certainly here. Expect today's high to reach around 55, but great news, the rain is out of the way from that rainy day we had yesterday. So, it should be a beautiful fall day. The colors are coming. We're just nearing our peak. We should be – actually, it, it, it's a little bit late this year. I'm seeing a lot of green out there, uh, but uh, in the next week or two, we should be entering our peak of color season and uh it's this morning we've got a lot to talk about as as you know it's our meet the candidate show i'm excited to have these folks on to learn a little bit about folks and why they want to serve our community uh so grab a cup of coffee settle in we've got a great show uh but i've got to introduce my uh wonderful co-host today let's get that disco ball down no disco ball today oh oh i see we've got a different tune he's dancing to this is spider-man alley Detroit Lions Sunday. We're going yeah, to Tampa. Okay, it's our it's it's our sports it's our uh, our sports specialist here. CJ Badgerak is going to be my co-host today. Now you guys know CJ because of course he is our um, he is our sound guy, and I thought what better person to have as my co-host uh, to in, to interview our um, our uh, candidates. our candidates and thank you and. <laughs> Um, because uh, you serve on the planning commission, and you've had the opportunity uh, to work with these folks and two, get to know two them. Two of so. the candidates are on the yeah. planning commission. Yeah, two of the candidates yeah. will be are on the planning commission, yeah. which is the short-term rentals is the big hot topic. So I'm sure yeah. we'll, we'll probably have some questions about that we as well. We do have a special meeting this week. Uh-huh, special meeting this week, so stay tuned. Um, uh, it's been a great week um, here in town. I've been very busy. Uh, last Sunday, I announced, well, we had the folks from uh, uh, Cow Hill on for the uh, chili cook-off, and we talked about that. We had Ken Trester on, and, and uh, unfortunately, I had to work. I uh, wasn't done until about 5 o'clock on Sunday, 5, 6 o'clock. So it was the first chili cook-off that I had missed in a long time that I can remember. Um, but uh, CJ, it was very, very good. You we went, went right? We went, there, 
at least 18 people, 18 contestants. The pe- it was a, the place was full. It was packed. Uh-huh. Arm to arm, getting around, big long line. Yeah. There was a little bit of rain, but they had it under the big tent. So a little bit of waiting in line, but that went fast. Yeah. Yeah, well, much expected. They had plenty of beer tickets. Uh-huh. I, I used up my share, and then some of the locals even donated some extras to me as they were leaving. That's, that was nice. Oh, so they gave you the, uh, the their last couple sips in their cup? And no, you, no, no. They, you were gathering uh, <laughs> leftovers? Yeah, or? Well, pouring them together into one cup, and yeah, just having that at the end. <laughs> Yum. Kathy Hart, thank you. I drank the uh, three cute coins that you donated to my... Uh, <laughs> Liver. <laughs> uh, how was the chili? Chili was fabulous, and uh, I know I know how you are, and I I know who won the popular bet bet and or the popular chili. Um, what was your favorite? I voted for the popular. Wicks Park was the, my favorite uh-huh. chili. Chili, but now, there were very many good ones. Now, Duck Alley had a very unique entry, and it was good. And they, their presentation was probably the best. Okay, they put Fritos in the bottom and some sour cream, and so they had a whole thing. So it was uh-huh. a great bite. Okay. But, um, How was the fire department? Fire chili? department. Let me be honest. I'm, I am. I'm a, too sweet. Oh, too sweet. Okay. Oh, it was really. It, it, yeah. It, it, I had too big, sweet. Not enough heat. It, I had big expectations, and it sort of I missed. I would too. Um, yeah. Uh, Butler Pantry had a decent entry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kevin, yeah. Kevin made something Really? Other yeah, because, yes. I, because I saw Kevin, and I teased him about it, because I remember his horrible chili last year. It was horrible When you year. guys, a bunch of the guys there at yeah, yeah. the Cove, uh, there at, or I mean, I'm corner sorry, bar. at the Corner Bar uh, over there at Coral Gables, you guys had uh, your own little chili cook It was an international chili cook Yeah, they called it international. We had people from Holland. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, but now, I also... I also saw Christine Murphy. Uh, she came in, uh, uh, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, to get some flowers. And, uh, and I, I asked her, how did it go? She's always got the best setup. I mean, the way she, her table and the decorations with the baskets and pumpkins and all that. Um, and I asked her, I said, oh, I see you got the popular vote. Because if I remember correctly, the last chili cook-off, about three years ago, they got the popular vote. And she told me that she was out there working the crowd. She, she was. She, she was. She said, she "That's what sure. you have to do." She said, "That's what. That's why I won, because I was out working the crowd." Hey, you have to vote for me. You have to vote for me. I, I, she didn't campaign very much. She. She told me she did. Well, to me, she. I saw her out there working the crowd, oh, okay. but I didn't. She personally didn't uh, influence my vote. Okay, I can be influenced. Uh, yes, I know that. <laughs> Coral Gables had a their chili. They, I got their spicy chili. Theirs was very good. Uh huh. There were very many good. Uh, who had the alligator? Somebody. Um, the, I heard that. Uh, the, was barge. A, the barge. The barge had an alligator. Was it the barge? Alligator? I don't know. Someone else did a spicy did you eat the vegetarian. I, so there was, there was too many entries, so I couldn't have one of everyone. Oh, right. But I, I think I had 10. You I, had to save room for that beer. I had 10. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that, it wasn't that boring of a week. I did get to work. I wasn't able to go to uh, the uh, Oktoberfest either. Uh, yesterday, week, yeah, no and uh, unfortunately, but I was able to go to uh, the show. You know, we had the guys on. Uh, was it last week? The week before? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, from a little comedy, a little mystery, the radio show there at the women's club uh, was uh, Friday night, 
and uh, had a really nice time. Uh, Laura came, uh, Laura and Mark, and uh, a couple friends of ours, mutual friends, uh, William and uh, 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 also Karen, uh, uh, Laura's sister. And so the they upon mafia. They yeah, correct. <laughs> and they came here, and um, they made. Um, uh, she made this wonderful potato soup. It was so oh. good, and uh, uh, she made it from scratch. And then she. Um, then she uh, she made the shrimp salad because she's been inspired since you guys went to Maine and they went to Maine and they've yeah, been yeah. eating all this food. This wonderful shrimp salad that she had with these rolls that you could you know make into a sandwich if you wanted, but it was all shrimp and it was so good. You had little shrimp and these these big big shrimp were included and and then vegetables, some like I think onions and chives and some other things and. And then it had like a creamy sauce to it, just a little, not too much, just a little creamy sauce, and it was so good. So nice. uh, we had a nice little dinner up here in the studio before we walked across the street. Uh, how was the play? I the was play. I, I, the guy that was on, and I forget his name. Yeah, Peter he, Black plays the piano. Um, the, the, I was very interested, but uh, I, I couldn't make it. It's just I it was, was it was, was really fun to watch. Um, Peter Black uh, is the piano player over at the United Church of Christ there in Douglas, and uh, he also plays the piano for. For the Christmas Carol uh, for us. Which the, the auditions are coming up. Yeah, and we'll talk about that okay. later in the show. Um, and uh, But uh, Peter Black uh, what performed. And then Lori Donaldson, which a lot of us know, is a very talented singer, uh, used to sing at, uh, well, she sings at the Whatnot, uh, but uh, she used to uh, sing at the, um, the Waypoint. Oh. Uh, uh, breakfast joint there, and I uh, used to do specials there, like at Christmas time and, and different things during and, breakfast. Yeah, uh huh. Oh, oh yeah, it was really okay. nice too. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but she would do uh, events there, and she very talented singer. It was really fun. They did all the uh, classic commercials, and then they went into a couple different radio plays. One of the play I was familiar with, and I didn't realize until after the play, uh, after the or after it started, uh, that was the second act. They had two. Acts with a 15-minute intermission, and uh, the and uh, uh, they also had baked goods provided, free oh. baked goods uh, from the ladies at the women's club uh, during intermission. Um, but the play was called, uh, I think, it was the wrong number. It was an old radio play, and I, I remember remembering it when when they were doing it, and I thought uh, that was really good. Um, and then the commercials were, again; they were really really fun. So they had all those old Pepsi commercials and. And uh, Chevrolet, the radio um, versions. Yes, it yes. wasn't. Uh, uh, wasn't the ancient Chinese secret commercials? <laughs> no, that's was, yeah, that's in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. So that's a lot. Of, yeah. uh, but the old time uh, radio commercials. And the gentleman who was the announcer for for he sounded very forties like. I oh, mean, nice. you know, and they all had the costumes. And um, so yes, we had a really good time. And uh, and uh, so they also had it on Saturday night as well. So I uh, was glad to take the opportunity to do that uh, as well. Uh, people are looking for events, and we don't have a whole lot of time today to talk about events because we've got our Meet the Candidate show. And I see Russ Gardner is early, and he's here, and he's uh, getting his coffee in. Hey, Russ, I made lemon bars today. So, why uh, did you make a lemon bars? Because today is National Lemon Bar Day. Because I asked for them. No. That's why you made them. <laughs> Actually, it is. It's National Lemon Bar Day. I, I saw did that. you know that? I, 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 I sent it to you. Yes. Uh, yes. That's why I was, doing my, I was doing possible trivia options, and so, I saw that. So, folks, uh, you know, it, it, there's a running joke. It, it, CJ is always asking for lemon bars every Sunday morning. He thinks I'm going to make them every Sunday. He so, never does. Uh, and I've, I've made them a couple times over the years. Um, so, but people want to get into events 
Um, we'll talk about lemon bars. We'll talk, we have so much to talk about, and so don't get me off track here. Uh, uh, today, we've got a great event going on. Like I said, the rain is out of the way, and the big tent is still up from yesterday's event at Beery Field, where they had that Oktoberfest. Um, uh, Randy Walker and uh, Anna, Anna Ostop, uh, they've been on the show before. They own the... Um, the uh, Pet Boutique, Lakeshore Pet Boutique in Douglas. Um, it's the finest pet store in the Saugatuck, Douglas area. It's the only one. <laughs> it's still the finest. Very, very quality location. Um, and I uh, uh, love those girls. They have a great store there. And um, But uh, they helped out with Liz Engel and a bunch of um, uh, uh, community folks uh, did the um, great Oktoberfest. And so they were sharing videos and all that with their chicken dances. And so it looks like that was a lot of fun yesterday. Um, I don't know. I heard the parade. I think I heard. Uh, but I didn't verify it that the parade might have been um, canceled because of the weather. Uh, they were supposed to parade down uh, Center Street. There. I don't know if those Elpen horns are waterproof. I don't. I don't think so yeah, either. I yeah. So I saw that they were inside the tent. So I, I believe that's where they did those things. Um, the Berry Field Free Fun Fall Fest is today. Bring your kids. There's going to be a parade inside the field. So they're in Berry Field. They're parade around the field uh, for their kids and pets. There'll be face painting, games. There's going to be a bounce house, uh, trunk or treat. Trunk or Treat, uh, Crafts, Entertainment, and much more. That's hosted by Community Pride Michigan and Lakeshore Pet Boutique. Community Pride Michigan are the folks. They also did Oktoberfest, and they do the Pride event uh, every June here. Yeah, so um, so that's today, 12 to 3. It's free. So if you're looking somewhere to entertain your kids, um, take them to the Berry Field Free Fun Fall Fest. Say that five times fast. No. Can you? You can. Um, I've been out and about um, and asking, and I want to thank everybody uh, who have been donating so far to the Make-A-Wish Benefit Show and Silent Auction coming up October 21st at the Dunes Resort. Um, I've gotten some great donations, a beautiful uh, picture from uh, James Brandis, retail $325. Uh, I got some beautiful artwork from uh, James uh, Martin, Jim Martin, uh, who's an artist and photographer. That's Franny Martin's uh, husband, Franny from Cookies on Call. And uh, and then I've also gotten gift certificates I received, uh, and then I've also got lots of things that I'll be picking up throughout the week this week for Make-A-Wish Benefit. If you'd like to donate to Make-A-Wish Benefit, give us a call at the Dunes Resort. You can call 269-857-1401, or of course, you can drop off your donation as well. You can also make a cash donation. You can make out checks to Make-A-Wish and drop it off at the Dunes Resort. We, uh, as, as you know, Make-A-Wish is the foundation that we work with that helps to make the dream or a wish of a special child with a terminal disease uh, for the child and their family. Um, and uh, in this case, we do uh, uh, – we sponsor a child from the Allegan County here, so – it's, that's a good long-running organization. They do a lot of good stuff. Yeah, and, and I'm very proud to help out. Yep. Um, I'll be making uh, uh, Sloppy Joes and cookies. I make peanut butter and chocolate chip cookies every year. And uh, so that'll all be part of your uh, – that'll be free. But we do ask for donations for that. Uh, $10 cover charge to get in. All of the drag queens and all of the employees donate all of their tips to the foundation to make a wish. 
And so everybody's volunteering their time there. You know, the, the, those girls that just they put on all that makeup, the show, the shows are just phenomenal um, that they do. You know, I, to me, it's a mystery how they how they walk around. You know, we've had some of them on the show before, uh, the Dia Electra. And when I see him in full drag, I'm like, I don't know how I don't know how you do it. You know, walk on those heels. You've got all that padding on, all that makeup and wig, and, they, and they, they're doing it for free. They're doing it as a as a, a contribution. That's a big event every year. Yeah. I, you, you share pictures every year. I see uh-huh. there's a lot of people there. Yeah, and uh, so and uh, you guys will be donating as well. Kim, Kim is putting something together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice. We've nice. done that a few Good years to hear. in a row. Um, and I want to thank Severin from uh, uh, over there from uh, the Toku uh, Boutique, um, and uh, he'll be donating a kimono. Oh, um, I like a kimono robe. I have to go pick up. He texted me yesterday. Hey, when are you going to get that? And so I'll be picking that up. But um, uh, you'll see me all about town. Of course, you can find me at the flower shop tomorrow and Tuesday and probably Wednesday. Uh, Do but you know what Kim looks at when she sees your pictures? Huh? She looks to see if any of the shoes they're wearing are the ones she donated to them. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Kimberly donated uh, quite a collection of her uh, previous work shoes. City, her she, she used shoes. to work in heat. Um, and I won't tell you what her previous job was. Um, <laughs> uh, but, she, boy, she had some heels. They were yeah, beautiful, yeah, yeah. some banging heels, and the guys were happy to get them. Um, so uh, so wanted to let you know, know about that. Before we go any further and before I forget, I want to let folks know that um, our uh, auditions are now taking place. EJ, you brought that up earlier for the Christmas Carol um, it's such a great uh, company to be with and such a, a fun time to be with. Um, you know, we'll start rehearsals around uh, the beginning of November. The play runs the first two weekends before Christmas. And, uh, and uh, we have a matinee on Sunday, um, or I'm sorry, Saturday. Um, and so we have two shows on Saturday, an afternoon matinee, then the evening is 7. Um, and then Sunday we have a 6 o'clock show and uh, the, sat- or the Friday is 7. I really enjoyed last year. You rooked me into doing the lights, and I really found it fun. A lot of the palace intrigue, being behind the curtain, watching and doing that. So it's, I'm very much looking forward to going as a guest and uh, watching the show again this year. Yeah, and, right. and what what role you take on? Well, I don't know. You know, I'm always if willing, you make the cut, right? If I make the cut, you never know. Yeah. Um, but I'm always willing to do any role that Steve wants to put me in. Uh, but I I have a hard time being a girl. Because I, I, it was at last year, the year before, he said, hey, Gregory, you want to, you know, he wanted to change me up so I could do a couple different roles. And he said, would you play a girl? And I don't think I'd feel comfortable doing that. I think you have the return of a longtime uh, player that didn't, wasn't able to last year, but who has played a, a man and a woman role. Danny Mayer. Danny, Danny's coming back. And he, oh, Danny is going to be back. I, I'm pretty oh, sure. Good. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's he on was, the spot now. That he's I a valuable on, asset to the, the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so auditions are this week, folks. That's uh, October 17th. And 18th, that's Tuesday and Wednesday, at the United Church of Christ. That's in Douglas at 56 Wall Street, um, and it's at 7 p.m. both nights. That's Tuesday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. We ask you to prepare a poem, joke, or a brief reading to demonstrate your vocal abilities. And it really is. It's a great opportunity um, for both children and adults. We have a Facebook page. If you go to Sagatuck Christmas Carol, you can keep up with our latest uh, posters and our latest announcements. Um, and if you have questions, just give us a call at 616-218-3408. 
I'm looking over at Russ, and I'm hoping that's not Jen's number. Is that Jen's number? Okay. So I, I didn't want to give Jen's number out. Again, if you're you know, audition, it's so much fun to be a part of. Um, it's a great tradition. It'll be our 37th year wow. of putting on that production. Since I was born. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you wish. <laughs> oh, you're so funny, CJ, this morning. This bright and early. Um, but uh, uh, just give us a call. Again, at 616-218-3408. Eight. Lots of events coming up, you know, and you'll want to mark in your calendar. The annual Christmas tree lighting will be the day after Thanksgiving this year on oh. that Friday, as it, as it has been the last few years. And, um, and uh, so you want to mark that in your calendar. We just approved that event through City Hall uh, last week. Then you'll also want to put in your calendar the first Saturday of December. I believe it's the second, but you can double check your calendar. Uh, will be the annual Christmas parade in town. So that's not too far around the corner. I know. We're already the middle through October. So that, yeah. So you'll want to put those in your calendar. We have folks that stay at all of our bed and breakfast and, and rentals uh, for that weekend and they make it a yearly affair. So. Uh, you'll want to book your stay now if you're thinking about that because it's already starting it's already to fill up. It's already starting to fill up. Yeah. You're almost the end of the year. It's yeah. crazy. I know. It is crazy. Um, and then uh, finally, you know, before we talk about any more events, I promised uh, Liz Wilson that I'd uh, ask folks if you're looking to help out and you've got a couple extra, maybe just an hour and a half or two in an evening, um, we'd like to uh, uh, help get the word out that they're looking for volunteers to get tickets um, uh, to work the ticket booth or the concession stand there uh, with the Sagatuck boosters. They're a great crowd to work with. and You know you're in trouble, right? I, you, did, you didn't volunteer on Friday, did you? But, no, I did not. You, you heard what happened. No. The team did not perform because you were not there. They oh, yeah, play right. nothing to lot. Uh, so you yes. have to be there at every game. Sagatuck was on a winning streak. They, they, was, were, they, were, it was, they were 7-0 undefeated, and they, they played Lawton. And, also undefeated, uh, I which which I was reading. I was just reading that article earlier this morning. I guess they're really big guys on Lawton, and it was they're very physical. Is what the coach said, and um, is what our coach said. Uh, but uh, but uh, uh, they were they were uh, undefeated, and now they're seven to one. And so now, hey, well, you know. Well, there's always time. There's time to get a now, couple wins and see if they get back into the playoffs and meet them again. I, now, don't, I don't know. That the would hole. make them even with Lawton because Lawton was six to one. Oh, were they six to one? So now they're okay. both both teams are seven but, to one. But Lawton's in first place with the tiebreaker, correct. winning the head to head. Yeah, correct, correct. So, um, so yeah. Uh, so we wish them the best That's of luck. Right. I will be volunteering this Friday okay, with Laura good. Durham. Uh, just at the early part, I think it's a seven to eight thirty shift or. Uh, chalk, up over. The, chalk up the W. You, you'll get the W with you there. The W? The what? win. That's the win. win. Yeah, oh, is that what they yeah, call it? The yeah. W? Sometimes. Why? Win is just one <laughs> syllable. Why are you W? Go to three syllables. Um, the, but uh, Laura and I will be volunteering there on uh, Friday. I kind of talked her into uh, helping me at the concession stand. Nice. Yeah. And so it's going to be fun. Uh, 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 and so this Friday's homecoming. Oh. Uh, in case you didn't know. And uh, so... Uh, so it be the should be a spectacular game. I'm at the first part. I'm like at seven o'clock, so I'll be able to enjoy the hopefully the halftime show, um, uh, and uh, and that kind of thing. That's my favorite part about a homecoming game. Is the halftime. <laughs> I, I like hearing the band down at the house. I yeah. can hear them from the field or when mm-hmm. they practice, and the, mm-hmm. I like to hear them at the house. It's nice. One thing I learned since I've been volunteering at these games is that Sagatuck does not have cheerleaders. 
They do not. I thought that was funny. And I, apparently, I found out they had in years. So I haven't had a chance to ask Liz what's the backstory on that. Because I, I see these other teams come with cheerleaders. I'm like, where's ours? I feel like maybe I should get a costume and go out there and cheer. I think so. You know, maybe it's probably kick me I off think, the I field. Stay in the ticket booth. Yeah, I I'll end up in, in jail booth, or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, uh, you know, you can listen to all of Sagatuck High School games on right here, 92.7 The Band. Did you nice. know that? I did not. They cover all the games. They got a lot of good sports. I've heard them play the You Lions. didn't know they did Sagatuck High School? I, I have not. I, I listen to one show. This is it. Oh, yeah. Over and over. <laughs> Um, so uh, uh, we got a great show coming up. We've got uh, we've got uh, you see Russ here, um, and yep. it's going to be meet the candidates as we as we said earlier, and then uh, we're also going to have uh, uh, Logan White on. I don't know much about Logan. I've had him on the show a couple times, so I'm starting to get to know him a little more. And then also Holly Anderson, and I just met her. I would say I met her maybe a year or two ago. I uh, wasn't that familiar with Holly until I started serving with the city and learning that she was on planning commission. So she, she was she got on planning same time I did. So it's been almost a full year since we've both been on planning. Oh, okay. There was a couple vacancies came up all uh-huh. of a sudden, so they filled so, it last December. So yeah, and I also reached out to uh, I've reached out I will be reaching out this week to the Douglas candidates to offer them a show for next week. So oh, nice. We've got three candidates now. We've got a write-in candidate um and jerry wear your hat yeah 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 jerry would have to wear his hat if he comes right <laughs> um but uh but uh yeah so uh so hopefully uh they, they will respond and maybe next week but i also have aaron wilkinson on next oh, week as yeah, well yeah. so i'm gonna have to fit her in as well we're gonna talk about that she's and, the ambassador you know that parade, big yeah. halloween parade's coming up on october 28th that saturday and yeah. uh you know there's there's still room if you want to do some sponsorships and i'll tell you she gets more play media play for that event oh yeah uh than any event uh that goes on in this town um uh the, the whole you know everybody knows about the Halloween parade. So if you're interested in becoming a sponsor, there are so she's got some uh, entry level sponsors, uh, uh, bronze sponsors, only like 300 or 350. Um, and it's a great thing to sponsor. You get great advertising benefits and you'll also get shouts out, shout out on our show. Absolutely. If you uh, uh, sponsor. So um, uh, you can reach her at douglashalloween.com. Of course, you can reach us through Facebook and you can reach her through Facebook as well. Just go to Douglas Halloween. And uh, you'll find her page, and you'll find uh, all the great things, uh, all the great things happening on that night. That's so, a quick half hour. You can't yeah. get it all in; it's so fast. I, there, there is more, and you know, I'm looking at this huge list of events that I got ready, um, and I still haven't covered them. I still wanted to remind everybody, um, you know, about the uh, Dog Pound Tea Dance at the Dunes Resort. Little, I had to shout out to them. That's October 15th. Bring your dog and have a little dance. And, uh, and they have a little tea dance in the afternoon from 4 to 9 p.m. That's today, uh, 4 to 9 p.m. on the I'm deck. playing the bumper music. Today. I know. we got to go. CJ's kicking me off. Uh, but don't go anywhere, folks. We've got Russ Gardner on as we meet the candidates here on Saugatuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. Election day. Okay, yeah, CJ was uh, pausing me there. That was the hook, yeah. The, the hook was Election Day by Duran Duran. Arcadia. Uh, Arcadia is the name of the song? Side project. Oh, Duran thank Duran. you, Russ, but you'll have to wait for that disco ball before you open your mouth. Hold on just a second. Um, <laughs> um, hey, folks, welcome. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday. We do it live high above Land Sharks here every Sunday, 7 to 9 a.m. It's our special election uh our meet the candidates show uh and but uh but before we go any further um russ was reminding me before we got on the air about the homecoming parade and so i was scrambling looking for our uh city agendas what was that last last meeting or the meeting before but so i finally did find it uh our sagatuck high school homecoming parade is going to be this friday and it's going to be uh uh at four fifteen. Uh, to f- about 4.15 to 4.35 is when it'll start. Uh, they're expecting attendance, uh, 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 attendees, 500 attendees for this event uh, through their application here. Um, and uh, the, uh, just so you know the route, they start at the high school, go to Francis, then to Butler, then to Culver, and then up Allegan. So that's the old... Uh, that was the uh, old parade route uh, for a long time for the Fourth uh, of July. So, but the last couple of years we've had different routes. So, again, that'll be this Friday for the homecoming parade. Look at all the floats, and I bet they're busy working on their floats. And- yeah, we had the teacher, one a teacher on last year, was talking about their floats. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to yeah, seeing what Liz, they do this year. Liz yeah, Wilson. Liz was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And uh, so, uh, but uh, but we're excited to have that on the show. Or uh, have that here in town. Um, but we're excited on the show. Where, what am I talking about? Do we know what the theme is? D- yes. Games. Games. Games? Yes. The, the theme is games. Like board games. Oh, like board games. So like yeah. Monopoly and stuff like that. want to be the little shoe. So that person talking, let's get that disco ball down. Because he's got to work the runway. That's what we do here. And uh, here he comes. Working the runway. In my uh, high heels. You guys, his <laughs> high heels. Oh, man. I, I would say I'd like to see that, but I don't know if I would. Um Welcome to the show, Russ Gardner. Good morning. Uh, pleasure to have you here this morning. And uh, and I know Russ. I've been working with him. I've got to know you a lot the last year, working with you on city council. And uh, and uh, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, definitely. Um, Russ, uh, you know, this is Meet the Candidate show, we, so we might ask you some tough questions. Please do. So, so you know, if uh, don't get offended. Uh, you know, usually I like to add a lot of fluff to things. You know, I'm known for that when I have businesses here, or especially nonprofits. But you're not going to get fluff with this show. So just to let you know, I'm Russ, ready. you're a former mayor of Saugatuck. You're also a current member of city council, as we know. And in addition to your council responsibilities, you do a lot. Uh, you serve as the city council representative on our planning commission. Uh, you previously served on the historic district commission and the Kalamazoo Lake Sewer and Water Authority Board. Um, you're also the co-founder of the annual Mount Baldhead Challenge, uh, and you're leading the effort to preserve and restore the Mount Baldhead radar station. You are really, you've got your teeth sunk into this community. You really do. I have to say that. Uh, and uh, you're particularly proud of your family's history in the community as they've first come to the area back in the 1880s. You know, it's always a fight around here with the locals about how, how local you are and how many generations <laughs> you can go back. Uh, so you're a fourth-generation resident of Saugatuck, and, and, uh, and uh, we appreciate the passion you have for serving 
the community here. Um, you live here with your wife, Jennifer, Jen, who's also has been my wife as Correct. well. Yes. In, in the Christmas Carol play, as she's played Mrs. Cratchit, and I'm Mr. Cratchit. Uh, and then also um, uh, you have a daughter, Charlotte, who mm-hmm. attends the Zagatak High School here. Junior right? in high school, yes. Wow, wow. And uh, so welcome to the show. And uh, and uh, and and thank you for coming on. Um, you know, we're going to get right into the questions. I know CJ has has what well, you know. Well, he, I, I, I was going to start with the fluff. It's like a family event. I live in his grandfather's house. Yes. Oh wow, <laughs> he does. You were right you down were, at Lake Street. Yeah. So, uh, so are you guys part of the? Is this some kind of mafia? No, no, the old, no, no. Is this the old <laughs> no, I, regime? Or? I'm, I'm newly located. Uh-huh. I'm, I've, I barely have my five year button. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, I appreciate all the questions you brought. You know, of course, uh, you know, I asked all of our candidates to provide some questions, and then I also watched the League of Women Voters. I'm glad they uh, fixed the mic problem at the very beginning. There, uh, I know it was, <laughs> it was a bit of a struggle, but we really got it done. Guys, I thought you did a great job by the way thank you um and uh, and so first of all i'm going to ask you why um why why do you feel it's important to serve on city council why why is this something that you have done and want to continue doing this is my second time on council i was on previously as you mentioned and um i have a long history of family contributions to the community my dad was on the village board oh. back before it was a city uh, my grandmother my great-grandmother actually served as a city clerk back in the oh boy well before my memories um so that's been in my background and um uh, Saugatuck's facing a lot of important issues, uh, as many communities are in the lakeshore especially. And uh, my experience, as well as my interest and my passion for Saugatuck, um, is why I run, because I feel I can add to the community. I feel I can help guide decisions and, and also uh, make this the place that I like to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a really unique uh, community here that we live in, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of people say that at the towns that they live because we're all proud of where we live. But we really have some unique dynamics in this town. Do you think let me ask you, do you think that our main street, our downtown area is healthy and successful? Uh, if not, what would you do to change that? Saugatuck's downtown is always kind of a, 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 a um, uh, organic downtown there's there's uh in uh, my experience here the the downtown has always had some anchors uh-huh. right bars and restaurants as well as some of the retail stores where i think we struggle a bit has as i've seen is there's certain areas that that tend to turn over year to year and what i'd like to do is um i think it's in pretty good shape and i think most of the folks i talk with most of the business owners have said it's been a pretty mm-hmm. good summer and i um, jump in real quick you know and being in the retail business myself here downtown you know, you always have some merchants that are they're having their greatest year, and then you have other merchants right. that think they're having their worst year, and and but it always fluctuates every year. Exactly. You know, um, yeah, it always exactly. depends on the consumer. Some stores will be up some years, and some stores will be down other years. Yeah. Um, what I've heard consistently this year from business owners is that they're not hearing much from the city in terms of the downtown. There's a lot of aspects to that. There's the actual street development itself. It's the streetscape. It's the actual business. It's the actual city support for the business business area. Uh-huh. And what I would like to do if I'm reelected is I would like to get together what I'm going to call the busy, business and city summit. 
And that's going to be an opportunity for all the businesses in town to actually sit down with the city, sit down with the police department, sit down with the fire department, sit down with city administration, zoning administrator, and city manager, and just have an open conversation about what went well for the summer, what didn't go so well, um, and how we can do better going forward with the city and its relationship with the businesses. Because we're there. This downtown is incredibly important. It's why we exist, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. This is how the city operates, and the city needs to be in a better position to understand what challenges the business owners are facing and how we can help. That's a great answer, and I, I like hearing That's that. A very I, good answer. Yeah, and and I really think that that needs to happen, and uh, and I of course will support that endeavor. I'm hoping you're going to be involved with it, Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, some people say in our community. Um, that we have traffic problems, uh, you know, uh, everything from parking to, you know, we need a light everywhere because there's, you know, things are too heavy. We're seeing accidents a lot on Allegan, you know, especially where they're putting the roundabout um, and other parts. Um, how would you mitigate those concerns or change that situation? Good question. The two things that I hear most often when I talk with people is speed traffic or you know speeding right on certain streets in town that's been a perennial issue parking i won't even get into parking that's a that's that's a <laughs> that's a moving target for most uh-huh. folks um so speed enforcement something that we've already talked with the Allen county sheriff's office about and uh, they've done some some targeted speed enforcement what i've learned recently through actually our superintendent dpw is that if you drive around town, you see those signs that flash and tell you what your speed are. Uh-huh. They can be activated to actually measure the number of cars that are going by that sign for a period of time and the speeds that it won't. It doesn't. It doesn't send any information anywhere. It doesn't. It's. It's. It doesn't. You know. It's not traffic enforcement. Right. It's data. Right. And so those can be used to actually track data, and we can report and say, okay, for a certain street at a certain period of time, here's the speed of the cars. Uh huh. So the police can use those. I've already talked with, um, uh, uh, with a couple of the deputies to begin using that information and begin tracking it to say, here's the areas that we feel that or data tells us that we have an issue or we don't have an issue. Mm-hmm. And I even think it helps with the enforcement or the people realizing. I, I live near one of those signs on Lake Street, and I see that it affects some of the faster vehicles. They're uh-huh. running more some of the trucks. They're coming in pretty hot. Right. And when they yeah. see their sign, is, and I see them slow down because those things just help you realize, oh, I might be going a little fast in, in some of these streets. Sure. I, yeah, I, I think they work, too. But then I wonder how many people are slowing down right before that sign, and then they kick it into gear once they, left, <laughs> right. once they, once they pass the sign. You know? yeah. well, people are going to do what they're going to do, but I right. think it helps people realize when they're speeding. Sure, it, it does. does. Yeah. And data can be obtained from those devices yeah. to be able to make some decisions. So that's one. Two is a, prod, is a uh, concept called complete streets. Where I think I'm hearing, well, I know I'm hearing from people, and, and, and CJ may have this experience on Lake Street. We have, what I've seen in the past couple of years, is a huge increase in the number of families mm-hmm. coming into town on bikes right. with kids. We've, we've had an increase of bikes that I've noticed the Absolutely. last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And as a cyclist, I'm a, a, people tell me, I Russ, I see that on the road all the time on your bike. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people coming into town, especially on Holland Street, Lake Street, Allegan, who are not doing at least what I feel is probably a safe bicycling environment for them. And the city, I feel, has to do a better job at helping design the streets to be safe for all types of um, transportation. Coming into streets that are marked for cycling use, walkers as well, because I don't know how many times I've seen people up on Holland Street coming down. Pedestrians and bikes are constantly meeting each other on that sidewalk. Right. 
we're lucky we haven't had a serious accident. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I'm going to be working. Over there by Peterson Mill, yes, that part? Exactly. Yeah, I see yeah. that all the time. Yeah, there's a couple of residents that live over there that I stop and who are cyclists, too, who I talk with quite often. And they have a lot of ideas about how to improve cycling safety. So I hope to get them involved in this process. Uh-huh. But completely looking at the city from a street standpoint, where can we improve safety for pedestrians, bicyclists, and parking will probably become a part of that conversation as well. Of course. Of course. Very good. Um, you're part of the Planning Commission. And uh, how long have you been serving this this round of, on the planning? I was nominated back in 21, I believe. 21. Okay. Yeah. So a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, you know, we're talking about uh, moratorium on the Water Street right now. And we're reviewing and we're changing and we're talking about, you know, keeping our waterfront looking nice and, mm-hmm. and making sure we have that aesthetic of being able to see the water from, because that's a, that's a great uh, asset that we have. And then of course the uh, uh, keeping that boardwalk open and free uh, so that it's, it, for public use. And so there's a lot of concerns about waterfront development and zoning. Um, if there's one thing in our zoning code, what would it be you would change and why? If you could change one thing with our zoning code, what would it be and why? Waterfront development. And something actually we're working on with the Planning Commission. CJ, who mentioned earlier, serves on the Planning Commission with me. Um, and Ann Holly and uh, other uh, community members have been looking very specifically at how the zoning code needs to be changed to ensure that people – continue to enjoy what they feel is important in the waterfront. And what we've heard is being able to walk the waterfront, Uh being able to see the waterfront at various points within the city, and also, too, is maintain that for the future. Right. That's what we're actually working on. And that, to me, is probably the most critical aspect of our zoning code currently, other than short-term rentals. That's another topic for discussion. But for me, the waterfront view usage is incredibly important, as well as the long, long, long long-term goal is to try to extend that public access to walk the waterfront right. all the way up to what I call Mosquito Park or what's known as Willow Park. Right. Mosquito Park. That's what it was <laughs> called a, when I was a kid. That's an appropriate name <laughs> Mosquito there. Mosquito Park. Because uh, it gets very murky and watery <laughs> and a great breeding ground for mosquitoes there. Uh, I see a lot of people fish there. A lot of people uh, oh, uh, go fishing there. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, good question. Now, um, how you, 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 and I hear this a lot when – you know, when we're at meetings and things like that, you, you're really about um, clarity and um, and uh, and and uh, making sure that there's good communication with 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 our uh, constituents and the residents here. Um, something I'm very strong in as well, and so that things are open and people understand the decision making process. Um, how do you plan to involve residents in decision making process in our town? There's a there's a couple of things. One is that we've we we are we've worked actively to make sure our meetings are open to the public. Two is making sure that they're online and that they're being you know live streamed or being um, uh, brought to uh, citizens through Zoom. Uh-huh. Something the city continues to need to focus on is making sure the audio and video quality of those meetings is top notch. I've heard a lot of people that have complained that they can't see things, that they can't hear people when they talk in the meetings. And I brought this up at council meetings. We'll continue to do so. We need to improve that. Even more importantly is bringing the city out to the people. To, to tell people, well, we have open meetings is great, but I tell you, some meetings are during the day and people can't easily come to a meeting right. and they can't make it down to City Hall. At I, 10 a.m., 2 p.m., you know, when most people are working between 9 and 5. One of the, and I, one of the things I found that to, on the Planning Commission, we went out and met 
put the presentation of the waterfront. And that was really good. We got a lot of good feedback. I know you did. What was that experience for you? I was out at Expo. It was great. I think we, that was great. And I saw Holly Anderson in front of the um, post, uh, post office. Yeah, yeah. And, and I thought that was wonderful what you guys were doing. And I thought, you know, what a great idea to do that on other projects as well sure. yeah. um, that, that are meaningful, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, to the not everything has to be so you know um, over analyzed you know right. uh, this isn't a right. short term rental issue correct um, and, and so but but it is an issue that's important so I think I I, I do have to say the short term rental uh, did a great job they did a great job bringing um, it to the public bringing it to the public yeah uh-huh. and I'll be working on a Mount Baldhead project with uh, other uh, with uh, Councilmember Helen Baldwin who who leads up the Parks and Public Works Committee I've been talking with her. We're going to have another group formed underneath that that's going to work specifically on Mount Baldhead projects. Mm-hmm. I anticipate we will have meetings at Mount Baldhead in the park for people to come and see it and actually visit it as opposed to having it at City Hall or, a, or a, another venue. So that's generally where I'd like to go uh-huh. is to have the council be where people are. Right. As opposed to having, expecting them to come see me. Right. I go out as an individual council member, as I know you do, and you go out and you walk the streets sure. and talk with people. But when we have formal things we need to talk about, we should do it in a venue in which – it's more convenient for them. It meets them where they are at the school or it could be at Mount Baldhead Park, wherever that may be. We have other venues in town that should be used more for public um, engagement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I watched the League of Women Voters. That's a great forum. It's, it's, I've gone a couple years now. I think that's really some good questions. So I, I, and I have, I'm allowed one question for each person. So here's yours. <laughs> you, so your focus is always seems to be some fiscal responsibility and smart spending of things. And, and at the same time, you had um, cities not necessarily in the business of parades and parties and, and event planning. One of the things that's come up over my period of time here is a lot more uh, regulations. Some of the safety things have grown quite a right. bit. And those are burdensome, burdens. There's a burden for the people that normally put those things together. Do you think the city could get involved to at least make some of those hurdles and those regulations less than what they are currently? Yeah, great question, CJ. Yes. Number one, the city is not and should not, and if I'm when I'm on council, will not be event planners. Uh, we've demonstrated our, our difficulty in doing that, and that's really not the role of the municipal government. Two, as to your question, the city should be in the position of helping event planners understand how an event is put together, because not everybody's experienced with that, but it'd be at least give them a roadmap. And two, is how they need to engage with their public safety officials to make sure that it's a safe event, but not burdensome to them because uh it, it it you know you've got kind of a you've got the people that want to go to the nth degree in terms of safety which is understandable and then you've got what's actually achievable in a real life situation so it's trying to find that balance is a is a challenge we've had and the city will continue to play a role in helping people get to that point and that's something that we can certainly do we've come a long way in terms of, of um, event applications in that process jamie walters our city clerk does a great job engaging with people who want to Mm-hmm. host events she does a great job yeah she does i, I like the comment about real world application because you can't bubble wrap everything yeah yeah and you know this is a point i want to bring up that you know russ and i might not totally agree on um because i will tell you um uh, i think that uh, i think the city would do well uh if we just took on a few events a year um and that would be i i think we could do it better i think we could do july 4th better and I think that we could also support the uh, uh, Memorial and Labor Day or Memorial Day Parade, not Labor Day, uh, but the Memorial Day Parade. I think those are two events that we could take on. 
Um, I think asking our city staff to take on one event uh, and then, uh, you know, like uh, like the fireworks, I don't think that's a too much a, too much to ask. Do I think that we're in the event business? Certainly not. Um, but but I do think that there is one event that, you know, like the Fourth of July um, that the city could take on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think it's a possibility and I think that we could do it better, you know, um, by, you know, working with folks that might have experience that could help our staff if our staff isn't really in tune uh, with putting on events. Yeah, and, and, and 4th of July Memorial Day are, and Venetian for that matter, are annual events that are just traditions in Saugatuck, because mm-hmm. they are in many communities. Yeah. Now, Venetian's unique. Not many communities have a Venetian festival, and Saugatuck's had one for a number of years. And in my position, don't overcomplicate these events. People expect certain things when they come to town mm-hmm. for those for those, for those. Events. And they're going to be here anyway. Exactly. You don't have to add to them. Exactly. <laughs> keep it simple. Keep yeah. it manageable. Keep it safe. Keep it fiscally responsible. Mm-hmm. And people will be here, and they'll enjoy it, and they'll have a good memory of it. Saugatuck's really good at creating great memories for people when they come to town. And I don't like to overcompl- I don't want to overcomplicate these things, which can be very simple. And they're gonna, they can happen well without a lot of involvement from the city. On the, on the, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, and we're, you know, <laughs> time is flying by right now, and I've got a lot of other questions to ask you. Um, if reelected, what three steps would you take to put our city on a firmer financial footing? Well, there's, we're in a pretty good spot right now. We are. We are. We're in a very good spot, and that's that has to do with the city, you know, treasurer, Peter Stanislawski, who's done a great job. In and our past councils. And our past councils as well. Because what we've inherited isn't what this current council has achieved. Exactly right, Gregory. There's really three things I would do. One is I would have, and, and, I've, and I've already attempted to do this, um, and I'm going to be trying again, is we need to stop for a moment and review our legal services. Mm-hmm. That's been a big topic of discussion in town. The city has been involved in some very high-dollar lawsuits. Right some of which we can't control, but there's some legal spending that we are currently engaged with that we could do a better job on uh, controlling that, and I would seek to have council rediscuss that uh, particular issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, two is uh, I would also return to, and it's required by city charter, is that we have a, uh, a quarterly actual to budget reporting process by the city manager. I know that's been requested, and we're going we're gonna to make sure that happens. That will actually allow us an opportunity as council to discuss where we are financially on a quarterly basis as well as review current spending, which we do through the budgeting process. Mm-hmm. And three is uh, uh, I, I would just find ways in which that the, that the city council can become better informed about financial performance for the city, mm-hmm. which is not something that everybody enjoys. You know, Right. Right. It's not so fun. No, it's not yeah. so fun. However, the city has a lot of uh, impending financial responsibilities, especially for lead pipe replacement oh, sure. yeah. in the city. And, and uh, we also are always challenged with road projects. Mm-hmm. The city council and the city administration just needs to be focused on making sure that we're responsible with the money that we have. And it's unfortunate. And this question was asked at the League of Women Voters Forum. The city is a declining population and an aging population. And we don't necessarily control that on a regular basis, or do we have the opportunity to control that? But that does create a challenge from a financial standpoint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, we are <laughs> running out of time. I kind of wanted to get everybody's uh, opinion on short-term rentals. What do you think some of the s- solutions to that are? That's the hot topic, and I know people want to hear about it from you. Um, what, 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 are your, what, are you, what do you think your uh, good solutions are for short-term rentals? 
vacation rentals, as I call them, have been in Saugatuck forever. Uh-huh. My family used to rent a room out in our house to people that would visit town. So it's a tradition. I don't want to say it's a tradition, but it's it's been a common practice. Mm-hmm. I believe there's a place for short-term rentals in the city of Saugatuck. Uh-huh. I believe the city has an opportunity to better enforce the ordinances that it has. I know the short-term rental task force has a number of recommendations on how to um, better manage it within the city. And I look forward to further discussion with the Planning Commission. This Thursday, actually, we have a discussion at 6 p.m. with the community and with the short-term rental task force to talk about their recommendations i'll make counsel but i believe there's a place here for it exactly how that's going to look going forward i think it's yet to be discovered so thursday 6 p.m there's a special meeting with the planning commission correct and you'll be going over your recommendations that you'll be bringing to city council well we'll be reviewing the short-term rental task force report and beginning developing our recommendations to council okay so you'll be developing your recommendations from your review from the short-term rental task force correct awesome well, hey, Russ, thanks for being on. That went quick. It did go fast. There was a couple of questions I missed. I'm sorry about that. But, no uh, but uh, very informative, and, um, and it's a pleasure serving with you. You know, I don't always agree with you, and, uh, uh, but I enjoy working with you. Same. I enjoy working with you as well. Yeah, yeah, I because I think again. we could do Fourth of July. I just think we could do it better. All right, we'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Are the Lions going to win? I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence on that. Uh-oh. Tough week. Tough Uh-oh. week. Tough week. Hey, folks, don't go anywhere because Logan White, he's also running for city council, and he's over there making himself a cup of coffee. He's getting ready. He's at the mic next here on Sockatuck on Sunday, our special Meet the Candidates show. And on 92.7 The Van, we'll be right back after these messages. Another election song brought to you by CJ. CJ, who is that? Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. He's playing. You're listening to Sagatuck on Sunday here on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Sagatuck on Sunday. It's our Meet the Candidates show. I'm Gregory Muncy, and we do it with you live every Sunday morning here, high above land sharks. Uh, I want to tell you, and today's the last day for the Fenville Goose Festival. It's been going on all weekend. Fun for all with carnival rides, live music. You know, they've got the goose market. No, they're not selling goose, but uh, but uh, uh, they, they've got, like, crafts and all kinds of fun things there still today. Uh, the Kids' Corner History Exhibit and the Student Art Show. That's going on in downtown Fenville. 
and uh, and uh, and and so don't forget about that. Uh, you look like you want to say something, Logan. No, I'm just excited about the Goose oh, Festival. Yeah, well, don't forget today's the last day. Yeah, go right to Carnival. It's going to be a much better day than it has been recently. Yeah, yeah, a lot oh. better than yesterday. We moved the car show today. Today, I think, I think uh, we moved some things around so that it could get away from the rain. So, oh, nice. that's is that the uh, Lambda Car Show from the Dunes no, Resort? No, no, no. they have one at the. I think there's one at the Goose oh, Festival. At the Goose Festival. Yeah. Oh, okay. So check that out, folks. Uh, take a drive to Fenville while it's not raining. Get yourself an. Elephant ear. Yeah, I see that. There's a, there is a car show, and I didn't even know about that. There's so much going on. Uh, they have a chalk out where they write on the uh, sidewalks with chalk. I know you couldn't do that yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can do that today because, again, the rain is out of the way. Um, but uh, uh, but, uh, but uh, that's one of the events going on. I'm trying to get all the events, but we did, don't. Did you start that? Did you invent the chalk out? Because I've seen you do that in town here. With We've done that. And things. I've yeah. Done, yeah, I've done different little chalk things with the yeah. kids over the years. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I didn't come up with that though for Fenville. They did their oh, own. Maybe okay. they maybe they copied. Me. That could be. That could That's have. what I'm suggesting. You know, well, you know, um, uh, imitation is a sign of flattery, right? That's uh, right. Uh, but uh, uh, but hey, uh, let's get that disco ball down now. I don't want to waste any time. I want to give everybody equal time on the air and on the runway for Meet the Can and on the runway and Meet the Candidate Show. Hey, here is Logan White. He's also running. Good morning. Good morning, Logan. Welcome to the show, and I'm glad that uh, I had you on. I've had you on a couple times before. Yes. For the uh, film fest. No stranger. And uh, and uh, but uh, we've already talked about that, so that, that's not why you're here now. Uh, but uh, but real quick, uh, what are the dates for the Sagatuck Film Fest? Ooh, that is happening Saturday, November fourth. Saturday, November fourth. Yes. So put that in your calendar. We'll talk a little a bit day. more about that next week and the mm-hmm. weeks to come. So You'll, in the details, you have a busy week. Yeah, I think the, yeah. I think the Tuesday after that's it, something else. Oh, geez, OP. Worked out kind of kind of wild. Like yeah, that. you're probably going to be really nervous, right? Because yeah. who knows? Lots of nerves. Yeah, maybe you'll get it. Maybe you won't. Exactly. Who knows? Maybe the festival will go on. <laughs> We'll uh, just so folks know, we have three candidates running for three positions. So it's it'll not official be a, yet. It'll be a pleasure serving with yeah. you, we'll unless something goes. weird goes on, <laughs> I, which could happen. This is Saga Talk. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm going to ask you what uh, I start off uh, with uh, with Russ as well. And I'll start off with Holly when she gets here. Uh, why? Why? Why do you want to serve on city council? I've got other questions, but that's my yeah. first one. <laughs> that's a great question, and uh-huh. um, as I've been talking with the community, that one that one usually comes up first with all variety of slants on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and uh, yeah, it's not something I saw myself doing actually pretty recently. This has kind of been a, a recent thing, uh, mm-hmm. and it's been inspired mostly by. Um, you know, a growing awareness of what's going on in our community and the the needs we have. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a lot going on here, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of important things and uh, decision points coming up in the future. And I just wanted to throw my hat in the ring for helping the community through those. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 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 definitely newer newer to this sort of thing, so there's a lot to learn. But mm-hmm. there sure um, is. Yeah, I I can definitely see the next ten to fifteen years. I think, and you know, soccer talk's always interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. But being a particularly interesting and challenging time for us as we continue to see our community evolve. Yeah, yeah, we've got lots of uh, growth lately, and we've got lots of uh, uh, infrastructure jobs that we're that we'll be working on. So there's lots to there's lots uh, that that'll be happening the next mm-hmm. few years here in Saugatuck. Um So what do you? Now where first of all, where are you from? 
I'm from right here. You're right from, here in Saugatuck. Did you grow up? Yep. Go, go to Saugatuck High School? I went to Douglas Elementary. Uh-huh. I, uh, I didn't go to Saugatuck High School. I school a choice out to Hamilton. Oh. Uh, which is kind Great of interesting. Schools. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I had a good time out there. But um, yeah. And then moved back here. Uh, went to Ann Arbor for school and moved uh-huh. back here with my wife shortly after graduating. Uh, and I've been here full time for eight years or so now. Oh, okay. And you've been on school. Spear Street for eight years? Yes. Or? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I've been your neighbor this long. And I really just met you about two or three years ago yeah. um, when you started doing the Saga Talk. Yeah, I started, started getting more involved in, in what's going on around here and mm-hmm. started started to show my face a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, Now, you hail from the royal family, uh, oh, no. uh, the whites, uh, because you're a white. And yeah. so um, you hail from uh, your grandmother, right? Uh, was it your grandmother and grandfather yeah. who uh, purchased the Hotel Butler? Yeah, in the late 50s. In the late 50s mm-hmm. and turned it into the restaurant that it yep. is, that we all know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm very good friends with Vicki and Scott mm-hmm. and, uh, of course, Patty, your aunt, Patty Beery, yes. and Don. Uh, and uh, we, we've been to her patio party, and and uh, she's been on the show many times. Of course. Um, so, yeah, you, you do have roots here. Um, what do you love about Saugatuck? Why did you come back here? Huge question. You know, lots of right. back there. Um, love this place. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't. I don't. But why? I, I think it's a. It's it's kind of a, a sickness that we all have. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> I think so too. Sometimes. There's something about this place. Um, you know, obviously it's gorgeous, but really, it's for me, it's it's the people here. It's there's always something going on. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a bunch of bunch of creative folk. Uh, we're, we're always up to something and it's just a, I also love our downtown, uh, specifically with our small businesses that we have here and how, Uh you know, unique and, and fun it is like my aunt Patty's, uh, shop, you know, it is what it is and all, all that kind of stuff. We, uh, we just see a lot of fun, fun things. I love good goods too. Oh, I do Um, too. And, uh, I know they're closing at the end of the year, which is right. Which is sad, but love, love places like that. Right. Um, Right. And our great restaurants and. Uh, you know the events here. Like we used to have a film fest, yeah, uh, which was really cool. So trying to bring that back. Oh, I love um, those days. You know, That's back in when, you know. when we had Del Sol, and boy, that we boy we got the crowds mm-hmm. in town uh, mm-hmm. when we had that back in the day. But um, uh, now, so you, you mentioned you'd never been a. So you've not always wanted to be a politician. I'm the same way. Yeah, this is my first year. I'm learning a lot. Yep. Um, and uh, and I hope I'm always learning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, as as the town changes, as we have different people that move to town, have different needs. Um, it does change. Um, uh, what 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 hopes do you have for Saugatuck's future? Ooh, um, I caught just the the tail end of Ru- your and Russ's conversation, and my 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 heart lies in a similar place. I um, I think we have something really special here, and it's going to take a lot of work to make sure that. It stays special, uh-huh. let alone you know a, the additional amount of work that it's going to take to hopefully we're able to make some progress. Um, but maintenance is not guaranteed, and it's going to take you know we have a we are fortunate to have a long history of very dedicated, hardworking, and creative community leaders in this town that have shaped Saugatuck into what it is, and we're going to need more. Right, <laughs> we're going to need more of those. Right, um, and then there's a lot of work to be done, but. Uh, yeah. So I, I I get my one question. So here Ooh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the League yeah. of Women's Voters. I wasn't able yes. to attend, but I watched it. I thought you did a very good job. Thank you. you. Good, I appreciate that. 
Very I was good. trying. Your, your number one issue to me sounded, and the way it came across, was uh, the waterfront and yeah. protecting the waterfront. Exactly. More of for, right here, not so much, uh, well, just right, right here. And mm-hmm. one of the things that we're doing is with the Planning Commission is doing some different things there. Um, but one of the things that's happened over the last few years, we've lost one of the charter boat fishing boat captains has left Saugatuck. Yes. The other ones have come and asked for um, some sort of uh, a fishing dock with a, a fish cleaning station, some things. How, how can the city do? You, where do you see that as a priority for that waterfront vision that you had? Brings other events, uh, things to town that are so important. I'm I'm a huge fan of that sort of thing. Um, I it's. Uh, it's the angles, all right. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. they um, that operation has been so much fun to see. I live right down the street. Yeah, but they've been that. on the show several times. Oh, yeah, over the last they few do years. the fishing thing for the school. They do yeah. a lot of other stuff. I, I, I yeah. find it very important. That's so, um, yeah, no, that's it's it's history here. There's a lot of history with that, and um, that's exactly the sort of thing that I keep think gives Sagatuck our character and our flair and mm-hmm. our flavor. Um, is you know actual things to participate in and enjoy as you visit here. Um. And I think that sort of thing's really important. Not only bachelorette parties. And exactly. Like that. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. You know, I but, love our shops and restaurants, but yeah, I want absolutely. to make sure that there's things to do here. Well, you know. that's what you know. That's what I I think makes a town so uh, you know tourist friendly is mm-hmm. that when you have attractions, right. attractions make exactly. a town. You see a lot of small towns that don't have attractions, and they have some maybe great restaurants and you know some nice parks, and they think, well, you know, how come we're not getting people into our town? But it's really about having attractions in town. Yeah, and for uh, all sorts of people. Yeah, you know, it can't exactly. only be exclusively these you know certain kinds of activities. Like right. We need we need to be universally attractive inclusive to all rather mm-hmm. than focusing on a demographic mm-hmm. um and people like fishing absolutely they and do cool. like fishing and so so getting back to that um yeah the ingles have been on and they do a great job and as we've said they uh they do a lot of community work too with the schools and things mm-hmm. like that so i find them a very valuable asset do you think the city should invest in uh supporting a private business though Ooh. Because so See, that that, that would be a thing, you know, if yeah. the city were to use their funds, taxpayer funds, to set up something like a fishing dock, and you know, the idea would be, you know, an area that 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 a business could use. Do you think that that would be in the interest of our taxpayers? This is definitely an an area that I'm looking forward to learning more uh-huh. about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But me you too. Know, I think it's it, worth I know, a discussion. Yeah. I think it's worth a discussion uh, with our residents. I'm more. You know, obviously, if we're getting taxpayer dollars involved in something like that, it would have to be an open process that we, uh, you know, have possibly a bidding, you know, sort of situation on, which, Mm -hmm. you know... I would love it, to have how a fish cleaning like station for me to use. Yeah, exactly. Is right. open to the public? Is that, Absolutely. That'd be, that'd that's be amazing. That's in the other cities. That'd be yeah. super yeah. fun. I think it's a good idea, too. And and I, I probably would support it, but I do hear, I have I, heard I hear from other balance. business owners that, hey, well, what are they going to do for me now? You know, and that's a that's a very viable question. There's, you a, know, ba- there's uh, a balance. Yeah. There, yeah. I well, just don't want to see it die. Dave, right. Dave brought it in the last year. And yeah. And again, they do a lot of great community work with our schools and Things like that, programs that they do as well. Um, what are you gonna? What, what's your idea? So, you, again, there's only three voting for three, so I'm expecting you to to be on. <laughs> we'll see uh, on council in yes. November. Um, what What do you plan on focusing on first? I've got a lot to learn. I've got a lot to learn about the process mm-hmm. and how all this stuff works, and also a huge goal of mine for getting involved. I would say so early in my career mm-hmm. is 
there's there's a lot of institutional knowledge that we have in the city and i think it's devastating when we lose large chunks of the knowledge of how things mm-hmm. work right you know in in actuality and the history of this place and i i want to be there to to soak it all in yeah. i want to i want to make sure that's been my favorite part of this whole process has been now getting out and talking to people mm-hmm. um and learning just right. learning what's going on and how things have been and hearing hearing all the stories and um i think there's that sort of history is going to be really important as we we move forward um because not that you know i'm talking about preserving the waterfront and making sure Sagatuck keeps its character but what that doesn't look like is you know vacuum sealing this whole town you know right. like it, this town is going to change and so making sure that as we make progress and as we continue to evolve this town that it is one uh moving in a direction that as citizens we're all excited about mm-hmm. and then two making sure that it's in a direction that is consistent with the character of this town right and and, and that might you know take some unique shapes moving forward but um it's, it's one of those things um, where it's, you know, you don't know how to describe it, but you know it when you see it. Right. Um, right. and, and that's, you know, well, what I'm looking forward to. I've got a book if you want to borrow it, Robert's Rules of Order. Oh, there it is. And I've got little tabs here. I'm always referring the to one. it to make sure that I know how to argue right. Yeah. You know, and, uh, <laughs> but that's a good book if you want to borrow it. There's a couple of people that need to read that. Uh, yeah. Right here. <laughs> um, uh, voting's coming up. It's coming mm-hmm. up in November. What is, what does voting mean to you? Ooh, voting is is very precious to me. Yeah, do you, it's do a really you, important thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, are you the type of person? Do you are you um, do you vote by mail or do you do you? No, I love to go going down to city hall. I do too. I love it. I I, I love. It's just a unique. A lot of people will get, do yeah. the ballot. They're yeah. people that live here. Yeah, they're going to be here that day. Yeah, but it's more convenient for them. I love going down to city hall. I do and too. Voting. And the people who volunteer down there uh-huh. are wonder, always wonderful and checking in with them and uh-huh. seeing how things are going. It's always an exciting day. Right, right. And then you get the little sticker. Yeah. Everything's you know. digital and by mail these days. It's one of the few chances to interface directly with the government. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's great. I, I absolutely agree as in well. In a good way. In yeah. a good way. Yeah. Um, I'm helping out the guys at the Dunes Resort this year for Make-A-Wish Benefit. I Very do that, fun. I do that every year. And, um, uh, uh, and I walked in there with a donation last week. And the guys were all asking. They were say, they said they saw the, your sign, and they saw all the colorful behind it, mm. and the and your 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 tagline is "Keep on talking." Yes. Okay. So the first thing they asked me is, "Is Logan gay?" Mm. Because fair question. Because the expression "Keep on talking." Means a whole different thing at the Dunes Resort, where they wow. have where they have drag performers, drag I'm queens. Have to hang out there a little bit more. You know, I don't know these things. You know what they're talking, right? Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. So no, honestly. Uh, so they did ask me. I said, "Oh no, he's not." I made sure. I let him know. You know. Um, and, I like uh, the mystery of it. No one knows. <laughs> but uh, what does "keep on talking" mean? So to me, from my perspective. Uh, it's a, it's just a fun old play on the Grateful Dead. Keep on trucking. Oh, right. You know? And, uh, love that. Mm-hmm. And, but really, you know, we all refer to, we, there's a bunch of names for Sagatuck, uh, most of which are okay to say on the air. And we've got, you know, the Tuck is one of them. I think everybody knows that. Right. And that's kind of my whole platform is we've got something awesome and 
let's let's keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not really, which is kind of a tough thing to break into uh, politics with. I know you're supposed to either run on, you know, as as a challenger, you're supposed to run on referendum. Um, you know, burn the system down and everything's terrible. But it's a great I system. I don't and, really have that perspective. Right. Um, yeah. I honestly, I want to join. I want to join the government here uh, because I really like how it functions. And right. You know, I want to. I want to be a part of that and help it grow. Yeah. In yeah. this town, um, you know, there's there's some uh, there's some influences, you know, from outside the town. I think mm-hmm. a little bit that are going to grow in share a voice pretty soon and i want to i want to it's time to you know do my part a little bit so uh, you're pretty young and early in your you have a chance if you stay around long enough to challenge mark beckon's record for a number of years oh like, man <laughs> yeah the That's, venerable mark beckon yeah that is a lot it's it's funny that you mentioned that mark beckon served 44 years uh in this town and uh but it's funny that you mentioned that because that was my next uh, oh, was uh i was gonna say you are a young one yeah. and i've got to say you're probably going to be the youngest person that i ever known uh, that would be on council. I think Russ was on when he was like twenty something. Were you in your twenties, Russ? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, oh wow, that was really yeah. young. So maybe yeah. he's got more. Maybe he'll pass Mark before you do. So yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, do you get that from uh, as you're talking to your neighbors and your friends and and uh, constitu- uh, uh, constituents around town? I, do you get that? Boy, are you young? I anticipated a lot more of it. Oh, okay. I, I thought people would be a little bit. Mm-hmm. more suspicious mm-hmm. and uh but people have honestly been really welcoming and excited about it it's mm-hmm. a great thing yeah i you're, you're gonna beat me for the youngest one. Oh man i, I was the baby for a minute are I you think, sure i think um uh <laughs> well look at the rest of them they look much older than me I, let's be honest that's what i'm saying like, I mean, am i younger than you, <laughs> you know? um uh, uh so what have you since you've been running what have you learned so far Ooh, that uh a lot <laughs> a lot uh I've been going door to door and talking with folks and just at different events. Um, I learned that there are, a, I'd hope this to be true and hopefully uh-huh. it's not just, you know, confirmation bias a little bit. Yeah. But there are a lot of people who care about this town um, and they live here mm-hmm. and it's really nice. You know, we hear a lot about short-term rentals and, you know, the invasion of the others right. and all of that, but there are people who are here right. and um, they answer their door when you knock on it and uh-huh. they want to talk about soccer talk. And it is a lot of fun. Uh, Short-term rentals are definitely a concern. Um, that's, I knew that, that's, that, that's my next question. Yeah. You're leading into my next question, yeah. and I'm I mean, going to ask heard, everyone. That's our hot topic right now. I, We've got yeah. that special meeting where the STR will be presenting, as we mm-hmm. talked earlier, uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, their findings from mm-hmm. all of the great work they did. Um, and uh, and uh, so the Planning Commission from there will make recommendations to City Council. How, where do you stand on short-term rentals? Um, well, how could we improve the the uh, the uh, our our short term rentals in the area? We don't have enough time to talk about the entirety of how I feel about short term rentals because it's a very deep, complex, sure kind of kind of situation. Um, the short of it is that um, they you've lived here important. for seven or yeah, eight years. Yeah, let me, I'm let me ask you. Them. Let me ask you that. Yeah. You're surrounded by them. Yeah. Do you get a lot of problems? No. Uh-huh. I I personally don't, but that's just anecdotal. Now you know, you've been here them. for eight years. Have you always been surrounded by all of them? By yeah, honestly, or have, in your neighborhood, have you seen an increase? It's always been about. I mean, I share property. You're right lines. here downtown. Yeah, I yeah. share property lines with six or seven properties, uh-huh. um, and over the time that I'm here, I've been here. 
all of them have been short term rentals except yep. for one. Uh-huh. Um, and they've kind of they've kind of crazy parties keeping you up all night. Honestly, no. Uh-huh. Which is kind of interesting, um, and especially because the lots are so small. You, like I, I know what's going on uh-huh. <laughs> next door, um, and uh, no, it's it's honestly been pretty good. I, th- I think the the kinds of people that visit Sagatuck are often uh, a little bit different, um, just like the people who live here, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, you know. But it's been it's been give and take. Uh, two two of the hot properties that surround me recently sold and transferred from uh, short or full-time residents to short-term rentals. Uh-huh. Also seeing two properties that I share property lines with go the other way, uh, which has been kind of interesting and encouraging. Um, so it's right. It's a lot. We're definitely short-term rental, rent, rental uh-huh. heavy. Uh, I'd like to see us... Um, I, I think there's a few things going on in the market right now that are kind of correcting that yeah. uh, arbitrage uh, a little bit. There was, you know, we had really low housing prices relatively. Um and then super huge income potential on Airbnb, so it made a lot of sense. But uh, right. we're seeing we're seeing that gap close. I mean, I've been really interested in following all the work that's coming out of the short term rental community uh-huh. and the um, their the group that they've hired to kind of do the the research on that. They've found that information really really interesting, mm-hmm. um, and th- that's what they're saying uh, from my read. And so I think the problem is correcting itself in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we need to update our policies around that um a big thing is i don't i don't think the policies are understood when they were written that it would get like this right uh, for us so we need to update those uh and then increase our capacity to be able to enforce those decisions that are uh-huh. that are made by the short-term rental committee or the recommendations um so yeah lots going on there yeah lots going on Isn't there that- but we also i remember one thing i want to bring up is uh-huh. we all remember when downtown wasn't quite as vibrant as right. it is right now. Oh, certainly. And part of that, I don't, I don't think, I think we're hanging too many things on short-term rentals a little bit, both good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's plenty of other factors happening at sure. play. You know, people are kind of leaving cities in some capacity. Yeah. You know, and right. so I, I've seen that too. Seen uh, so we a lot have of neighbors more, coming. I, I, and I've seen yeah. a lot of long-term people move here too. Exactly. Uh, that you know, um, so but uh, I've seen in the 20 years I've been here, I've seen it go up and down business. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we've had heavy years, and I've seen this uptick the last couple of years, and I'm thinking it's going to go back down mm-hmm. and up and down mm-hmm. and up. And right now we're on an upswing. Um, so when it comes to tourism, so mm-hmm. uh, I could be wrong. It could just keep increasing to, you know, to no no end. You can't predict what the public is going to do. But mm-hmm. um, the snow but is coming. The snow, the snow <laughs> is coming. You're it, right about that. It hasn't stopped them from the other people from coming though recently. Which it has, has, it has stayed busy in town, hasn't it? Uh, throughout right. the fall, our shoulder seasons last three years have yeah. been a lot heavier yep. than in the past. Shoulder uh, pads. Hey, um, <laughs> shoulder pads. Hey, thanks for being on the show, Logan White. Thanks and so we much wish for you me, the guys. best of luck as you. you run for city council. Lots of fun. And I'm looking forward to uh, working with you and getting to know you a little more. So. Same. So, uh, look who walked in. Ooh. Holly Anderson Another is here one. from the Planning Commission, also running for Saugatuck City Council. Very excited. You're on Meet the Candidate show with Gregory and my wonderful co-host, CJ. Go Lions. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're not work. a sports show, CJ. We're Saugatuck on Sunday. We could be. And uh, on 92.7 The Band, we'll be right back. Folks, don't go anywhere. Grab a cup of coffee. Let's find out who Holly Anderson is. She's next on 92.7 The Band.
Welcome back. You're listening to Sagatuck on Sunday, and I did not pick any of our lead-in music, and uh, this was all CJ's doing. It was so good this week. <laughs> this is Gregory Muncy on Sagatuck on Sunday. We do it live every morning, or every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. here, high above land sharks. And, you know, lots of events going on. I've been talking about, you know, just want to remind everybody about the uh, Berryfield Free Fun Fall Fest that I brought up earlier. That's a free event. That's today, 12 to 3 p.m. Bring your kids for face painting, crafts, games, entertainment, and bring your pets as well. They're going to have a little parade inside Berryfield, a little parade there with your pets. There will also be a bounce house. It's a free event, so bring your kids today. The weather's going to be great. The rain is out of the way. It's 12 to 3 p.m. Also, what's going on, and I just... Just so Kimberly knows, I, I don't want her to miss out on the event at Oxbow uh, going on today from 10 to 5 p.m. Yeah. It is <laughs> Learn the Secrets of Witches Broom Making. That's right. At That's Oxbow, wife. they'll be making <laughs> witches brooms. <laughs> <laughs> Today it's a two-day workshop and uh, and uh, two hundred and fifty dollars. So that's uh, that is going on today. Uh, it includes a lunch at one p.m. on uh, uh, that was uh, uh, at noon on Sunday, and uh, you can uh, find out more uh, information about that event at ox-bow.org. So go check them out. I'm not sending her anymore. She's threatened me with what she's going to do with that broom if she gets them. <laughs> Um, hey, uh, let's not waste any time. Let's get that disco ball down and make her walk the runway. You know who's here. We've already talked about it. Holly Anderson. <laughs> Running for the city of Saugatuck. Holly, welcome to the show. Thank you, Gregory. Thank you, CJ. You are following. This is your 40-plus career in corporate communications and change management. What's change management? It's helping people um, understand and adapt to uh, big changes. So I worked a lot with companies going through strategy changes, restructuring, acquisitions, um, engaging their stakeholders and understanding what was going on, why it was important, and what their role was right right oh well, well that's it that's that 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 would help you with uh some of the problems we have here <laughs> interesting yeah very interesting Having lived through some of those we didn't have a consultant in them but that's interesting yeah <laughs> uh you currently serve as our saga tech planning commissioner as a commissioner uh chair of the short-term rental task force and board member and secretary of the saga tech Dunes Coastal Alliance. Um, you've really taken on a lot since you've moved here in 2018. And uh, I'm going to ask you what I've asked everybody at the first, at the beginning of their segment. Why? Why would you want to serve the Saugatuck City Council? Well, a couple of reasons. One, there are issues that I'm passionate about. And so I want to um, have a role in thinking them through and and creating, you know, good policy, good change where we're needed. Um, and also, I have time now. I retired two years ago, uh, so I was able to get more involved in what you just talked about. And um, it's great to have time to use the skills I've acquired over the years about things I really care about. I love Saugatuck. Um, and it's an opportunity for me to give back. 
You, well, thank you. Great, great answer. Um, you've got lots of uh, priorities. You, you sent me your campaign letter. And uh, by the way, very well written. Thank you. Um, and it and it points out your 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 uh, your different uh, uh, your different priorities. One is your natural resources. Yep. Um, let me know about that. Uh, tell me, if elected, what would you do to uh, help out in that category? Well, I think we just need to do everything we can. I mean. It, it, in terms of climate change overall, but especially in terms of why people love to come and live here and visit here, it's because it's this, you know one of the most beautiful places in the world. So making sure we protect our our riverfront, make sure we protect you know the the trees, the dunes, um, all of the area that's just so beautiful, and it's part of the city's master plan um, is to really protect that. So um, you know along the riverfront, are we doing everything we can to preserve that? Um, looking at the water then there's just a lot of easy easier things to do um seeing if we can do the best we can with recycling uh, maybe introduce composting i know a lot of this has been looked at so this is not new and i know russ has been a, a very vocal um proponent for these kinds of policies mm-hmm. um, making sure we're planting native michigan trees when we plant trees right so i think um just making that a priority and then little things like you know reducing paper use when we can um so and encouraging um residents to get involved in that right right um one of the things one of your priorities which i like a lot is engaged staff yeah um um um, so tell us a little bit about what you mean by having an engaged staff so the last third of my career the change management was really internally focused and and really on you know engaging employees and helping their organization succeed and you know you look at any organization whether it's a, a government or a company um, and it's really boils down to the people. Uh-huh. And do they understand sort of what their priorities are? Do they have the um, the guidance and mentorship they need to thrive? Um, are there opportunities for them to grow? Do they have the tools they need? Um, I mean, the city staff runs the city. Mm-hmm. And so just making sure they have what they need, um, they feel like they have a voice, they feel um, like they can really make a contribution and a difference. Thank you. Um, your approach, which 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 I really appreciate, is collaborative. It's one of my favorite words in the English language. Is collaborative. I wish we used that and practiced that more often in all the things that we do, and also independent minded. So you're your own person. I am my own person. And so, and I appreciate that as well. Um, uh, uh, so um, you're you're really interested in collaborating with folks that are independent minded. I talk about that a lot. Um, I enjoy working people that have different ideas than me so that we can find where that happy medium is. And, and I really, really appreciate that, that stance. Um, uh, so now uh, let me ask you a couple uh, other questions. And I know CJ's going to want to get in. He's, I, I, allowed him, question. <laughs> I allowed him one question, but I do want to ask you a couple things first. Um, uh, you've been here in Saugatuck for about five years now? Yep. To, moved here 2018? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, why did you choose to move here? You know, I um, because it's paradise, uh, short answer. Um, I, I moved to Michigan eight years ago. Um, in the 80s, like every member of the LGBTQ community in Chicago, where mm-hmm. I was living at the time, would visit here and thought, right. oh, man, this is great. Um, but my last move, it's like, where do I really want to end up? 
And, you know, Sagatuck is, it's beautiful. It's a small town. Um, It's got, you know, quirky arts, good food, Mm -hmm. interesting people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, you know, lucked into a house that I love and hopefully it's the last place I live. Yeah. You're a four season gal, huh? I am a four season gal and I love winter. So (laughs) yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um, uh, I actually do. Um, And, and it's funny. I, I make fun of my snowbird friends. Uh, that that run uh, right after Halloween, they're all running down south yep. <laughs> after the big Love Halloween parade. Yeah, I do too. I, winter is one of my favorite times of year because it's it's kind of like we have our town back, right? <laughs> right. And it's so quiet and beautiful. It is beautiful. You're right about that. Um, you have served um, uh, uh, on the planning commission, and you've also served. Uh, you're the chair of the short term rental task force. Yep, and uh, that's got to be quite a responsibility. Uh, with that being such a hot topic in town. Um, what what have you learned from serving uh, as the chair on the STR committee? You know, it's been a great, ins- and you know, it gets to collaboration. One thing I I did when I first um, became chair was just reach out to a broad range of people who I knew would think differently than I do or did, um, who would bring different perspectives and thinking. In fact, CGA and I had coffee. Um, you know, I met with a realtor I know uh, who wanted to be on the committee, who's very, um, very strong opinion. So really tried to get out. And actually, it's what I've done running for council, too, is just talk to a lot of different people and especially people who brought different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it is a complex topic and we need short term rentals. Um, mm-hmm. So it's how do you dig into the different components of, you know, what people are feeling and experiencing to really understand um, and have more nuanced thinking than I think any of us had coming into it because, it, you know, none of us had really dug in to learn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what – the task force wrapped up its work. Yeah. And they're coming to the Planning Commission this Thursday at 6 p.m. Yeah. For an open discussion. And you, it, the public is uh, – they're – able to come and yep. make a comment or it, it's an open meeting open it's, meeting. it's less a discussion um it's a packed planning commission agenda so i think the bulk of the time we've got an hour um ryan cummins who is the head of planning right. will walk through the report and the findings i'll provide some perspective that i have to add to that there'll be a little bit of discussion i think the meat of the deliberation will come at the at the following planning commission meetings. Okay. But people are always welcome to attend, and there's always public comment. So mm-hmm. good timing for my question, Gregory. Oh, okay. Question. Go ahead. So I, the League of Women Voters uh, forum was really good, and you, uh, during it you presented as your lead-in and your closing statements about SDRs and uh, desire for a cap. Um, I, my take ba- away from the the task force was there wasn't a consensus for a cap. There wasn't a consensus from the surveys. So I'm interested in your perspective and how hearing from the community and the constituents, that's how that didn't change or persuade your position on caps on SDRs. Actually, it did. It did change and and reshape my position. So when you look at the research, um, when you look at Saugatuck residents and you look on the hill and west of the river, there actually is a support for a cap. Um, so you know, I think coming into it. Most people thought of caps as, you know, do we cap everything or cap nothing? Um, I think what I learned is um, a citywide cap does not make sense, that there are some areas where short-term rentals do not, you know, create density concerns for the residents in those areas. But on the hill and west of the river, um, 
the majority of people who responded who lived there um, did did support that. And then, go ahead. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing, because that's not the way I saw the report, but I'll see it again. Yeah, Thursday. you'll see it again. Yeah, we yeah. can walk you through that. Um, the other thing that... Um, so we're on the hill where a third of the houses are short-term rentals. In my neighborhood, it's doubled. So we're now um, 25% overall. Mine's a little bit higher than that. And there are really four, I think, four issues with short-term rental or four ways to think about it. One is just um, safety. You know, are we keeping people safe? Second, governance. Do we know what we have? Are we managing it well? You know, all of the sort of nuts and bolts of administration. Um, nuisances, and I think a lot of what you'll hear um, when we go through the report is really smart recommendations from the task force on how to get at some of the noise, trash, and all of that. Um, and then the other issue is density. And people, you know, just, and, and I know from what Logan just said, um, you know, he does not experience that on lower spear. A lot of people I have talked to um, really do. The density is an issue um, to quality of life um, and also I think long term to our you know the real estate and the character of our neighborhoods so um, so when I say that I fa I do I favor a, a limited residential cap on the hill and west of the river um, it's not the opinion of the short-term rental task force so when I say that I'm speaking as Holly Anderson planning single planning commissioner and candidate for council mm -hmm. um, but I think it's a smart move and I think if we if we don't um, play some restrictions and and how I envision it everybody who has a license today would be grandfathered so there's no impact on people who have licenses over time as those homes are sold or ownership is transferred then they would that dwelling unit wouldn't be issued a new license until we got below the cap so it's not a you know, rip off the Band-Aid. It's a very measured approach. It's what Charlevoix has done, and it's been very successful there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, we see what's happened in Park uh, Township. Yeah, there. and that's that. I don't know why they would think that it was a good idea to ban short-term rentals. And, I mean, and here come the lawsuits. Yeah, well, know. yeah, and and even apart from that, I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. It's, well, in Sagatuck, it would be crazy. I mean, we're a tourist town. We need short-term rentals. Right, right. Well, good, good answer. Um, also, I have friends, uh, you know, I have friends in the rental industry. CJ's one of them. Uh, uh, many friends. And, of course, everybody knows I'm good friends with Laura Durham. Right. Um, we have houses in our program, and some of them right here in the city, um, that accommodate 12 people or more. And I heard something that, that there, was, there might be a recommendation about – about having a limit on how many people can rent a house? So the fire department, we asked um, Chief Janik and his gang to, um, and I say gang respectively, um, <laughs> right. to take a look and make recommendations. And their concern is with more than 12 people in a house, if there's a fire, they would have a hard time getting those people out. Mm -hmm. So their recommendation, and I, it makes sense to me, is two people is a, a limit of occupancy, two people per bedroom, um, up to a total of 12 people. Okay. So homes that, you know, if somebody has a seven-bedroom home That's for what I rent, mean. Right. It, would, it would mean they couldn't, you know, they, they would have a limit down to 12. On right. That. There's one property in particular I know that, that is – Two people per bedroom, and and uh, 
and uh, it does have room to accommodate more than 12. Does that apply to only short-term rentals, or uh, is that safety concern only apply to short-term rentals and residents? If they own the house, they they are also limited? Why is their life not as important to save? Good good question. Um, That is a good question. Um, So you you don't know what the recommendation is, whether it's – for STRs only or not? Uh, it was focused on STRs, but I don't know if that would be their thinking broader. Okay. We didn't okay. ask that question. That's a good question. Um, and so the, the other thing to point out, so they're great great thinking from the Short-Term Rental Task Force, and I, yeah. it, it was a and great group of people. By the way, you guys did an amazing job, and I've used you as an example before in other things when we're working with the city, not to do as intense of what you're doing, but I really appreciate how you as the chair – uh, put on the public meetings, and you really, you really did a great job of reaching out to the community and getting everybody involved. And I appreciate that. Well, so actually, city council gets credit for that. I and mean, when you look at the resolution you guys passed, um, it really did call for public engagement right. um, and getting a broad range of people on the task force, which was terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, and also city staff. I mean, Ryan Cummins is awesome and did a great job uh-huh. at um, partnering with the task force to to lead us. Um, you know, I, I asked this question the other day to Laura and because you know to, to me it it made sense to me when I rent a car from a from a car rental company and I I'm speeding and I get pulled over by a cop I get the ticket the rental company doesn't get the ticket now if we have ordinances here and we decide well we're going to start enforcing them who does that ticket go to so you are getting into the meat of all of this, which is the devils in the details. So right. what the task force is providing planning is sort of high-level recommendations on this is what we need to do, the how, or what we you know want you to think about and address. Right. A lot of the how has not been defined and that will be a complex topic because you know you really have to go for everything you think oh let's do this you have to think of all of the intended but also all of the unintended consequences and i think that's where if we reach out to um, communities like charlevoix that's been doing this for three years um there's a consultant in um new orleans who's who's been working with a lot of um, communities to implement policies. So let's go to people who have implemented changes in their communities and see what they've learned, as well as looking within Sagatuck about the intended and unintended consequences we might encounter. Right, right. Okay, now let's get away from all that. <laughs> um, uh, and, and again, I appreciate your hard work with all that. Thank you. Um, uh, it was I've a great team. really enjoyed getting to know you more. Um, I just met you, I don't know, a year or two ago or yeah, yeah. Uh, throughout town, right. and I don't know much about you, but uh, what I have learned, I've started to really respect you, and um, and I respect your independent thinking. Thank I you. respect that you reached out to uh, a lot of folks in town. Everybody told me, oh, she came and met with me. I was getting kind of jealous because you never <laughs> you never called me and said, let's have coffee. Well, you know, I didn't I didn't reach out to current council members <laughs> because I didn't want to, you know, be have that be awkward, but right, um, right. so I I've actually thought about that. Um, so, uh, but her, her mail flyer was really nice. I was out. I wasn't at home when she stopped by, but I got a nice note in the cart. So I, I wish I would have been there. And, but I get to see her once a month. And have yeah, that's right. Anyways. And and yeah. you're really doing the footwork to serve. And I and I really appreciate that. Thank you. You know, it's the best part about running. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, with a short term rental, is I have an excuse to call people up and say I'd love to have a cup of coffee, and then also to knock on people's doors and um, you know and have great conversations. Right. Right. Um, what has been the best part of running 
for counsel for you. It really, it, it really has been having an opportunity to meet with so many people. Um, I've, I really have loved that. I'm very introverted, and so it's forced me to um, be more extroverted, uh-huh. uh, which is good. Um, sure. And uh, yeah, it's been terrific. And and to a person, people love this town. And um, you know, for all of the, you know, old guard, new guard, whatever. Um, People love this town, and that is the common ground we have um, mm-hmm. to work from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen a lot of changes in council in the last couple of years. So I, I don't know what the old guard. I don't. There's there is no old guard anymore, or you know, and, and I think that comes when people are serving in that seat for a long time, like Mark Beckin right, did and other right. folks did for many years. Um, so that, that, so not only do we have a lot of changes currently, we have a lot of changes coming as well. Right. Um, there's three of you running for three seats, so good luck. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but it'll be a pleasure to serve with you, really. I Looking mean forward to it. Um, what do you like best about living here? You know, it's just, it is such a peaceful, beautiful place to live. Um, I'm on the other side of the river, so it's um, tucked away at the end of a street, wooded lot. Um, So it's just, you know, a nice little sanctuary. And then I can come downtown and it's just a fun, vibrant, um, quirky, um, amazing place to live. It really is. It really is. Um, Where do you see our city in five years? You know, I hope we strength, we continue to look to strengthen what has made Saugatuck wonderful, you know, its entire time. So how beautiful it is to take care of all of our natural resources, Um, you know, keep our neighborhoods neighborhoodish, because I think that's really important. And in doing that, supporting a vibrant, thriving tourism economy, Mm because that's what pays the bills. Sure, exactly. Yeah, we have no other... Uh, industry here, really, yep. other than tourism. Yeah. Um, uh, that's awesome to hear. Um, and now, um, I wish I would have asked everybody this question because this is one that that have been, you know, with our business owners. Russ brought up doing a business uh, uh, city summit, oh, where uh-huh. where we it's yep. his idea that he's going to bring. Um, uh, I certainly do support that, uh-huh. and I think that's a good idea. I think what we're going to hear from a lot of business owners, and I wish I would have thought to ask him and Logan. Do you think we need another bathroom in town? <laughs> oh wow! Because that has come back and forth over the years in this town. And being a previous uh, merchant here in town, I would hear it from all of my fellow shopkeepers. Well, you know. I think that's important to listen to. I really, I don't know enough to answer that question. Okay, but it's a good question to ask. Yeah, yeah. I might suggest at the fishing dock. <laughs> that needs to be added. Um, uh, okay, okay. I've got, I've got another minute. I'll ask yeah, you yeah. that question about a fishing dock. Do you think that's uh, you know you you know the issue right uh, with uh, with the uh, desire from one of our charter fishing companies to, for the city to invest in a public fish cleaning station uh, uh, could have we could envision it with bathrooms as well. Or something like that. Do you think that's something that the city should invest in? You know, again, I would have to learn more and do more research. I don't want to. I don't know enough to have an opinion on that. Right, yet. right. So would right. ask a lot of questions and and again listen to people with. Same here. I don't know where view. I stand on that as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I and I know Dave. Of course, I support everything they do. I don't want him to leave. Um, uh, but then again, I wonder: is it you know within our taxpayers' interests, you know, to support uh, a small business like that? I know I've already heard around town other small businesses say, "Well, if they're doing that for him, what are they going to do for me?" So, so I hear that as well. But you know, so where is that fine line in between? Right. You know? And so I need to learn more as well about that before I make a decision. 
Um, well, Holly, it's been great. Great. Can Thank you believe you. it's already been a half hour? I, I cannot believe that. That's good. A sign of a good time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Looking forward to serving with you. Thank you. Likewise. Um, and um, and please reach out anytime. Uh, well, see, um, now now that it's, you know, now I will because we've reached out. <laughs> you know out. where I live. I Everyone's do. been here yeah. uh, in town. and uh, But anytime, uh, you're always welcome to knock on my door. Great. And uh, it'll be a pleasure to serve with all three of you. And I'm looking for the changes and the new, the new faces. Right. Uh, Logan. Uh, well, Logan will anchor the youth, and I will anchor the older guard. So. <laughs> Grandma and uh, and young guy. And I'm I, I'm stuck in the middle with there, you. Well, there there you go. <laughs> well, this has been a great show. Thank you, CJ. Thank you. I've had a lot of fun. Look forward to coming back next year. I hope that a lot of folks that were listening got a lot of information uh, from our candidates. And uh, next week, uh, stay tuned. I'm still working on having Douglas City Council on next week, uh, the folks running for Douglas as well. Um, I know uh, I've got a couple of them in, but I want to reach out to the new lady that uh, is running. There's a new gal over there uh, that'll be a sign-in candidate, and I want to have her on the show as well. Thanks for listening, folks. Tune in next week, and thank you, CJ. Thank you. Go Lions. And uh, Again. Go Lions. Oh, please. Oh, it's got my vote. Have another lemon bar, CJ. Thank you. And, uh, uh, folks, we'll see you next week. This is Gregory Muncy signing off, saying happy Sunday fun day. We'll see you next week on Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty. It is what it is. Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Whiteford Wealth Management. If you missed this morning's show or you'd like to hear it again, we've got the podcast on our website at 927thevan.com. You can also access that through our free mobile app. And join us next Sunday for Saga Tuck on Sunday with Gregory Muncy right here on the Lakeshore's 927 The Van.